Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm swell. How are you? Let me get. Oh my, oh my goodness. God, you know, I'm here. I'm here. I'm alive. Just had some oatmeal and um, I'm sipping my coffee. So, like, you know, what more can you ask for? Um, was your oatmeal hot or cold? <laughs> what? It was hot. Oh, I don't know. I would have asked for a cold. Uh, not too much. I like I like my oatmeal hot. Ew, cold oatmeal is crazy, bro. Oatmeals are always the best. So. No, they're really not. They taste soggy. And why? No, they t- they don't taste like they're supposed to be cold. <laughs> it tastes like, oh, I didn't have time to microwave this. <laughs> and so I'm just eating this soggy ass cold pudding. That's what it's like. It's like pudding. It's so funny because overnight oats does take longer than like quick oatmeal, like regular hot oatmeal. So Bro. that's that's the irony in it. <laughs> I made my own maple and brown sugar because you know I had just like the bland oats. Mm, uh huh. I mixed it up or whatever. Um, it was good. I put wait. I like made two servings. I don't know why. Like so, I have hella oatmeal still in the thing. Because in my head, I was thinking two servings like the little packets. You know, I was like, oh, right. no, no, I could feed a whole family right now. Um, oh, that's crazy. So I don't. I, I'm probably between me and you. I'm probably gonna. I'm probably gonna waste it. I can't even hold you. I'm because I I can't hold you with that one because you cannot save oatmeal the next day. Like what, that's what cannot. I'm saying. It no. gets all weird texture. Like the top gets all fucking hard, and it's like mm-hmm. chewy. Uh, no, I don't like that. Um, but hello, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for listening to us ramble for two minutes. Um, uh, I hope you guys are doing great today. Happy New Year's Eve, bitches. Um, Eve. grab your snacks, grab whatever you need to relax, relax, lay back, and listen to us reflect on 2022. We're sending this shit off. Goodbye. We're done. Closing it off. We're done, <laughs> babe. <laughs> Year six. Two, two, two. Right place at right time. Do you feel like this year you were at the right place at the right time? No, not at all. Really? No. Yeah, no, no. Wow. I feel like this year was nothing but like a lot of endings and like mm. me coming to terms with these endings. Mm. Um, so definitely felt more of like kind of digging out my skeletons from my closet and having to face them. So it did not feel like oh. Oh, oh my god like I ran into you at this coffee shop and like I love that no did not did but not the thing is that sounds like right place the right time because you had to clear those things from your closet in order for other things to come to you I don't think it's an accident that's that that's what happened this year I mean okay valid I didn't I'm not looking at it like that but I can definitely see why that is the case because this year as like we like had a few days to reflect on it before recording mm-hmm. that's what I'm definitely like realizing that it, it felt super hard or so it felt super like to myself or me inwards a lot of focus inwards and like seeing what that was mm-hmm. but now I can see that like that's what needed to happen at least because of like how are the I mean how this year transitioned you know switching in locations and mm-hmm. then everything else that can kind of come and flourish as 2023 starts so I can see that. I can see it now. And also the year six, that's, you know, waking up to your higher self. And so I think that, you know, being able to handle those shadow versions of yourself can make you more prepared to meet your highest self. Mm. Um, and in those shadow like places, I feel like you are like your highest self is there with you. Like, and I think that's the will to like get through it and mm-hmm. to heal it and to, you know, see what what uh, comes after it. I feel like yeah. I feel like I definitely was at the right place at the right time. There's so many times this year, so many fucking times where I was just met with like synchronicities and it just it felt like me and higher power, whatever, the Osar God was in constant communication and flow this year. Mm-hmm. Um and I really appreciated that. And then like thinking about like what that means for next year, like so next year's the year seven, twenty twenty three. Um, we know seven as a lucky number, but it also means like going inward and um, spending a lot of time reflecting and knowing yourself and applying all that you know. Um, so I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to see how this year set me up for next year, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, also, I feel like even though this year was hard as fuck, <laughs> oh my God, this year, <laughs> this year, bro put me through the fucking ringer that shit said mm-hmm. 
that shit is like, you know what? We're about to test how strong you are. But like, for don't real. fucking for test real. me again, please. God, I don't want to be your strongest soldier next year. All right. I ain't trying to do none of that. But leave me alone. You feel me? Because there was so many times this year where I woke up and I was like, please, no lessons today. Like, please, please. I don't want to learn shit today. I just want to coast. I just want to be here. I just want to exist. I ain't trying to learn shit. And of course, those are the days that God was like, oh, you said, huh? No. We heard you. Yeah. Said, we actually going to give you double what we usually give you. <laughs> Just because you was talking yeah. about the side of your mouth. Crazy. Um, But even though, despite all of that, like, this year, I loved it. I really? really did. Yeah. I met so many people. I had so many experiences. I've been on so many adventures. I had so many firsts. So many fucking firsts. Like, uh-huh. I got to learn about myself in new ways. I got to experience things I've never experienced before. Like, Yes, did I cry hella? Yes. Did I enter the year heartbroken and I'm leaving the year heartbroken? Absolutely. Like, did many other things happen? Absolutely. But still, I really love this year. Like, I really do. To me, it it feels like the closing of, like, a really long, you know, the phase of, like, spirituality that they call the dark night? Mm -hmm. So, for anyone listening that doesn't know, it's, like, right after you come into remembrance of you being a spiritual being typically you go into the dark night and the dark night is a lot of shadow it's a lot of learning unlearning reprogramming and that shit has been known to last years for people um and if i'm being honest i think i've been in this shit since since i met niles which was like 2019 um Mm. so this year felt like it's finally closing out that um I don't know. So hopefully that's a true feeling. Hopefully it's not like just a manic episode. Like hopefully that actually mm-hmm. happens. Um, but yeah. I, don't know. I mean, okay. I, I feel that though. I felt like this year definitely felt harder than like my previous years. But I think 2019 or 2018 around there definitely started my like inward journey. Mm. And I think ever like from years to continue building up to that, it's just been nothing of like, smack in the face like okay girl look at wake up like girl wake up yeah so and I feel like this year was more of me coming to terms and seeing the dark parts of you know self that tends to be overlooked or not wanting to dealt with and then I'm like all right like I just had to sit with that and that's what I felt like this year was and you know it's a little, little uncomfortable a little icky but like you said it definitely is setting me up for what's to come now because I feel like okay like I know myself a little bit better like okay yeah. I've seen all of it not all of it, but I see most of it. What were some of the hard things for you this year? Some of the hard things for me this year, I think, was letting go of my past, mm. being in denial about it. I think I started most of the year or this year um, in that kind of state of mind of, like, going back and forth of, like, oh, my God, this is a new me. But, like, I'm still holding on to, like, old me or old versions of me. Mm. Um, hardest part, I think, was kind of seeing my household um, get shaken up. Mm. and it definitely was for good but I think after that whole commotion it's never been the same so I'm still kind of it's a bittersweet honestly Mm. um another hard thing I think is it's not hard it's just kind of saying goodbye and closing something off even though I think a part of me still is in denial again with like a particular situation so I think I still am like juggling back and forth with that no matter how many candles I burn no matter how many intentions I say I'm just that's something that I have no clue what and um maybe my therapist can help me with that one <laughs> yeah yeah aside from that one but yeah those are kind of like my top three hard hitters mm, I feel that um I think what's been hard for me this year oh my god uh love love is always difficult for me um but I think it's because I make it such a big mission in my life and I think when you put that much focus on something like you get all of it so Mm -hmm. love means a lot to me romantic love especially um but also platonic and familial love and then just like a spiritual divine love um Mm -hmm. and so because it means so much to me like I really I really learn a lot through it I grow a lot through it I transform a lot through it and so like everything in and around love has been difficult like learning what love is without possessiveness learning what love is with healthy non-attachment like 
learning the fact that you can love even as you're healing, even as you're heartbroken, you can love someone that you're not meant to be with. Um, learning the truth that the right person at the wrong time, yeah, how, is that how it goes? Yeah, right person at the wrong time is still the wrong person. Like, and that mm-hmm. was really fucking hard for me to swallow for most of the beginning of this year um, because I was, you know, I spent a lot of this year still feeling from Niles and I think it wasn't until my cord cutting ritual which I did I think it was either spring or like beginning of summer that I could finally Mm -hmm. let him go like that was really really fucking helpful for me um but it was like as soon as I had closed the book on that like I had opened up a whole nother world um and that that was a lot I had again a lot of first you know especially with women loving women experiences and just realizing how gay I am and like coming to the knowing of like oh shit I am never gonna be in a cishet relationship ever again like (laughs) I can never see that for myself literally ever um so like I love has really been a, a hard thing for me this year but it's also been a really beautiful thing and something I'm really grateful for and I like I continue to put it at the forefront of my mind and make it my mission because even with all the difficulties, even with all the tears, heartbreak, with the diff- with the with the turbulence, all of the things, the lessons, um, mm-hmm. I still really value it and I see the value in it and I see h- how it can impact people's lives and I see where it's lacking in this world and what it and I and I have this like beautiful imagination of what could happen if love was placed in those areas that it's lacking or it's not even lacking but the illusion allows people to think that it's not there mm-hmm. um family has been really hard this year uh living with grandma was hard because I had to come to the realization that I'm just simply not an easy person to live with um I'm definitely one of those motherfuckers that probably are meant to live by themselves um until they find someone that they could live in harmony with because I I'm not an easy person to live with I spend a lot of my time in deep reflection I spend a lot of my time with like in myself and contemplation I'm not a fun person to live with um I like my space I don't like sharing (laughs) um uh, I love my solitude like I only want to talk when I want to talk how I want to talk like I'm just very particular I'm a lot more fun when taken in doses and I, I had to learn that about myself this year so like living with grandma was difficult but and then it was really beautiful because like she had sent me a Christmas gift and everything was so personal and it was like oh my goodness like she really knows me and the fact that she lived with me saw all of me and still loved me the way she does I was like damn she loved me unconditionally and that was crazy because I just didn't know that I could receive that type of love from her before Mm -hmm. um and so it made it so I didn't have any guilt around the way I showed up when I lived with her because it allowed me to learn that someone can see literally the worst parts of me consistently and still love me fully, um, which is crazy to me. And it's cute because Nana was telling me that grandma was like, you know, Armani doesn't call me to like check up on me. Yeah, blah, blah. that's what she told me too. <laughs> Bro, and I was like, damn, I have to call her because I didn't even, honestly, like my genuine thought was like, oh, this woman never wants to hear from me again. I went from being her favorite to being non-existent, but it's not true. And I was like, damn, mm-hmm. like that's like that is real love to really see all that this woman has saw and experienced and to still want me is crazy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the fact that I thought it would be otherwise shows how much growth I need to do and the way that I view myself too, and realizing that I can give people all of me and they can cherish and love all of me. And I'm not difficult to love, um, even if I am difficult to live with. <laughs> so yeah, and then of course, like um my relationship with my sister has changed drastically in this last month because I'm on a journey with her um, that's very personal to her. And it's like, I've it, between that journey and the way my therapist helped shape the way I view our relationship, like yeah. we are connecting in a way that I thought I would only dream of us connecting in a way that I always wanted, but never knew mm-hmm. how to implement, um, which is, I'm could literally like cry. That's beautiful. Like, yeah, dude, I've wanted this forever, and mm-hmm. I held so much guilt and shame around the type of sister I was when we lived together, and I I think that was changing the way I was interacting with her, and it wouldn't allow me to interact with her the way I wanted to. But being able to like talk about what I was really feeling with my therapist and like kind of release some of that guilt and shame, like it has freed me in a way that I can show up the way I actually want to. Um, yeah, and I, 
I adore this girl so much. My my therapist actually had me like, she was like, so you keep talking about how much you love your sister. What do you love about her? And I was going on and on and on. And I was like, damn, like, does she know this? Like, does she know how I see her? Am I am I allowing myself to be this vulnerable with her? Um, yeah. And then also, like, my relationship with other family members where I'm still kind of distant and realizing, like, that's okay. Like, I have a beautiful support system in the family members that I am really close with. I don't have to make it work with everyone else. Um what else has been difficult has been moving to Colorado and all that came with. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I forgot that one. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> which you know, which the podcast knows. Um, well, for the most part, like this journey has been, again, beautiful. I would not change it. I wouldn't, I don't regret it. I would do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is, it has also been very difficult. Um, mm-hmm. And there's been many moments where it felt really lonely. Um, and there's been many moments where it, I felt, like okay am I actually on the right path am I actually where I'm supposed to be am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing but it's like in that very next moment I'll I'll be affirmed in some way by the universe it's like okay I just have to trust I have to continue um and part of moving with Colorado or part of with moving to Colorado that has been so difficult is like the learning to trust the learning to feel safe in uncertainty the learning to feel safe in my body learning to feel safe in the unknown like that learning to surrender like truly surrender because when you move to a place where you know no one you have no support system you have no choice but to surrender it is no longer just an ideal of yours it is you have to apply that shit and that shit is not um easy um and allowing yourself to be known by other people i had to open myself up to complete strangers and give them parts of myself and be like well i hope they (laughs) i hope they use it right or i hope they (laughs) cherish it or i hope they don't betray you know it and stuff like that and doing that and then still being surrounded by people i genuinely fuck with is really beautiful to me um and it just gives me more trust in humanity as a whole um so yeah, there's been a lot of moments this year. A lot of mental. Oh my god, a lot of mental health moments. <laughs> there oh, have yeah. been so many moments where I <laughs> have said, "Bro, either I'm about to become enlightened right now, or I'm about to have a psychotic break." Like someone give me the fucking sticky socks. Like someone put the straight jacket because this shit is getting crazy. Like I don't know. Um, but in them realizing, like in those moments, in my darkest moments, like bro, why don't I allow people to? to experience these parts of me for one i would feel less alone because the parts that exist in me like this exist in other people i am not alone Mm -hmm. in this journey and it's the ego that tries to tell me i'm the only one that experiences this it's not true so allowing people to see these parts of me allows me to not feel alone allows me to feel connected allows me to be vulnerable but also it teaches me that people can love these parts of me they can love the ugly. They can love the unhinged. They can love the crazy and the psychotic and all of the beautiful parts of me. Like, they can do that. And so, yeah, mental health has definitely been. But shout out to my therapist. I fucking love her. She, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Please, if you take nothing else from this fucking episode, join therapy, goddammit. Please. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's needed, yeah. y'all. It's fucking needed. Yo, like the way that she can put into words things that I have never been able to or the way she can take me places that I just simply don't feel safe enough to venture by myself in it's just beautiful bro it's just beautiful this is the Pisces one right (laughs) yeah shout out to the Pisces therapist bro (laughs) yo yes shout out her name is Mackenzie Batson if anyone needs a therapist um so yeah i love that for her i love that for me i love that for us um yeah even though it's funny i talk about living alone and like how i want to live alone but i've had the house to myself this entire week bro as soon as that sun goes down i swear to goodness this house turns into a haunted house i swear girl no i you think i'm playing i'm really not two nights ago i facetimed nana because it was something scratching under my floor there's something scratching under my fly face. And I was like, girl, I think I might die. Like, I don't know what this is, but but on some like, what's the number to 911 type shit? Like, why did I call <laughs> Nana? Why is that my first move every time you something happens? Do this. Always. I always, dude, I always do this. I'm like, am I about to die? Let me call Yana. <laughs> Cause my thing is at least if I die, like I'm gonna die laughing, you know? <laughs> Cause one thing about her is I'm just gonna remember that laugh. 
Fuck the whole dying part. Like, I'm just gonna remember this good laugh. But thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bro, but then the next day I did like an area reconnaissance because I was like, yo, what was the what was underneath my floor, bro? And what was craziest to me is because I was stomping on the floor over the scratching. Because I was like, okay, if it's an animal, you would think it would stop. Because it'd be like, oh shit, like freeze, whatever. It didn't. So I was right. like, is this a fucking crackhead? Like, what's happening? Because you know, Alamosa got druggies, babes. And oh, recently, like know. the break-ins okay. around here, like the home break-ins, have been crazy. Um, no yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm like, you know, I'm a little paranoid or whatever. I have all the doors mm-hmm. locked, all the windows locked, bolted, bitch. I I took one of the bolts off of my second door and put it on my main door. I said, uh. Uh-uh immediately no um, and so the next day when it was nice and bright outside I went and I did a little walk around the house to see if I could find any holes or entrances or whatever and I found this big ass hole in the side of our house that the fucking landlord or whoever had covered with a piece of fucking wood like slab wood bro and it was on the floor and the hole was uncovered and I was like oh my god what is under this house like it's probably a fucking possum a family of possums no bullshit like I don't know raccoons do they have that in in Colorado I have yet to see one but I'm assuming these motherfuckers got some possums because I'll be seeing them often up here in in the city bro things are scary I'm saying, bro, I'm saying, so I'm like, what is under this house? And whatever it is, it's nocturnal. Like, I only hear the noises at night under the under So you still house. been hearing it? Yes! Yo! So the second race, so I put up that slab of wood, I'm like, I'm, because of my thought process, I'm like, oh, maybe it went out for the day to go grab food or whatever. So I put up the slab of wood. Bitch, I think I locked it in there. Because the next <gasps> day, that same day, later that night, I'm in the living room. And it sounded like it had moved from where the dining room is to the living room. And it's scratching harder and against the wood and the wall, bro. I said, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the thing is, this house structure is is barely existent, bro. Like, there's so many cracks and whatever. And there's gaps in the wood, like, the the uh floor panel <laughs> so i'm freaking no. out, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I'm babysitting my, my roomie's cat. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, you're out. <laughs> I'm fucking scurrying to turn off the fucking TV. I grab the cat, I put it in the room, I go in my room, I lock my shit up. I'm like, oh, immediately no. And my thought process, I'm like, I can't leave the cat out because what if it's big? The cat tries to fight it and then it eats the cat and I have to tell her, yo, I'm sorry, I pause to make the cat. Like, I can't, I'm not gonna do that. And so I'm in my room, I call Nana again. Yeah, I call Nana again. I said, it's back. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm in my room with my little pocket knife, my little drill. I said, I got weapons, bitch. I got scissors in this bitch. <laughs> I got the broom in my room in case I got to watch something. <laughs> like, we're not playing these games. And so every single time, bro, <laughs> every single time I leave out of my room at, in the night, I'm either on FaceTime with a Shayla or Anana. Best believe I am not doing this alone. I need moral support and I need someone to catch the face if they finna take me. You feel me? Like, I'm so sorry. And so it's crazy because I'm talking all this shit about wanting to live alone, but this ain't living, babe. This is survival. Oh, you only living when the sun's up. Once night times <laughs> hit, your ass is like, hold up. This is a whole nother world. Like, what just happened? Like, where no. were y'all? Facts, bro. Facts. And so I'm like, oh my God. Like, Oh, yeah. So, so this is what I'm talking about, though. Like, yeah, you know, shit be hard, but then there's these small pockets of joy. And that's that's what keeps me pushing. These small ass, crazy ass moments that I get to laugh about later, you know? I love that. I love that. Okay, so what? You need to call your landlord first, though. Sorry. Real quick. No, fuck them. Fuck the landlord. Fuck them. Fuck all of them. Because why, who in their right mind would put that slab of wood there? Like, you should have closed the hole. Like, what is wrong with you? And they gave this house the wackest fucking, like, clean up, whatever, whenever, when they were switching over. Because our heat, I had to get that fixed. Our fucking sink in the bathroom, I had to get that fixed. Bro, our heat started to affect our bathroom, like, our shower. Because it, like, the pipes were going cold. We weren't having hot showers for one morning until I got it fixed. Like, fuck the landlord. Fuck the landlord. I hope they stubbed their toe today in a way that hurts so fuck. In fact, I hope they stubbed their toe so bad the nail pops off. And I hope (laughs) it's the pinky toe, too, because I know that little bitch gonna hurt. Yeah. That's how I really feel. Okay, but what have been um some moments this year that have like reinvigorated your like lust and excitement for life? 
I think starting my master's program honestly mm-hmm. yes because I just feel like learning about like mindfulness and what it is is something that's so true to me considering that like I realized when it was like early off in like my undergraduate where like I got introduced to yoga Mm -hmm. and I got introduced to meditation like all these things were already being introduced into my life in such a natural like organic way Mm -hmm. that now when I reflect on it like five years later and I'm like sitting here learning about like how it originated what it comes from I'm like oh shit like this actually has so much more to it than the act of you just you know sitting or doing your asana practice or you just doing anything and that kind of gave me that not kind of it did it did bring me back to like oh shit Deja like this is your intention for living life mm. like there would be moments where I would like catch myself in like my darkest places of like why why am I alive like why am I here like I can just mm. like there's no point you know and mm-hmm. it's just those little reminders of like nah like little things that I'm doing for myself are my intentions for myself but also a bigger intention of like those that I come across those that I'm interacting with on a day-to-day basis um being able to learn these tools and like share it with others um Mm -hmm. have been all like little moments um another moment or like moments that it was what reinvigorated you reinvigorated reignited yeah you're like lust and excitement for for life um like reconnected you for to your reason for living yeah I want to say getting in a relationship I feel like when I get in a relationship shout out to Johnny Black Go white boy, go white boy, go. Go white boy, go white boy, go white boy. I think being with him, yeah. and I don't know if it's just me now as like a young older adult or whatever, but I just feel like the most vulnerable is biggest like stuffed animal mm. and that we just be doing the most like flamboyant, like nonsense ever, everything. Like, I don't I know. I have, I, I have no clue. It just opened me up in such a different way and I get to see myself all the time, even though like, you know you see shit from a different lens because it's a mirror at the same time but it's still mm-hmm. just like oh my god like I just always put a smile on my face <laughs> so, there was those moments and I have to I, something about seeing life and a life grow in front of you mm. just reminds you of life overall yeah. and I'm thinking like when I had to like sit here and think about my life like this year and reflect on it I looked through my pictures I looked at my pictures I was looking through my journal I was just like okay let me see and the fact that my bunnies gave birth twice this year seeing yeah. Coco go from like a puppy to like her now and like even leaving Colorado for a little bit and coming home and like seeing my little like Naya and, and not being Naya now she's like yeah. a teenager and like <laughs> Kelvin like all these things and I'm just like oh my god like life is always changing life is beautiful like you get to see something grow from being so little to now being ginormous and like how they change and adapt to like their surroundings and like I just was like I don't want to miss these moments I don't I don't want to miss these moments I want to be a part of these moments I want to be in groove with the seasons as they change and as you get moody one day or how you shine and blossom like a flower will in the springtime like I, I want to be here for all that mm-hmm. um so those those little moments in seeing that was able to bring me back yeah. Oh, that was really sweet. Yeah. Um, I think what reignited my lust for life this year has been like remembering that I have yet to experience all the love that I'll experience. I have yet to experience all the adventures I'll experience, all the life I'll experience, all the tears I'll experience, all the deep ass emotions I'll experience. I've yet to create all the art I'll create. I've yet to touch all the lives I'll touch. Like, the the idea of how much life I have left to to live, mm-hmm. if that's, if that's you know, if that's my plan, if that's my life plan, because you just never know for real. Mm-hmm. Um, but how much life I have left to live ideally, um, that alone makes me so fucking excited to be alive. Because I'm like, wow, like, it's like what you're saying, everything changes. But even as things are changing, there's this, like, subtle level of sameness and nostalgia and like stillness that just feels like peace so it's like all this change is coming and I'm excited about that but then there's this level of peace that I get to have throughout it all and I'm excited for that too um I'm always reignited through love like I that is genuinely like I I don't think people understand how much I love love and how much I love it as like a life purpose and a mission um I'm always reignited through allowing life to crack me open and allowing people to crack me open 
and um, allowing myself to be witnessed and known like deeply in my deepest levels. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, every time I take a sip of coffee, I truly feel like I'm meant to be alive. Like I, I wish I was fucking playing. Like when people, people think my coffee is like my love for coffee is just an addiction. It's not. It's deep. It's a deep love. It's also an addiction. Don't get it twisted. Like, but, but it's also like a deep love. Every time I take a sip of coffee, I'm like, wow. Like it's all worth it. Like why am I even mad for real? Like, what? What's the tea? What's the tea, honey? Um, every single time I go outside and take a nature, nature, <laughs> a nature walk. Wow, I take a, all the words except for nature. Love that. Um, <laughs> every time I take a nature walk and I get to like witness love manifested through every leaf, every geese, like whatever noise they make, through every sunset and th- sunrise, through every puff of cloud, through all of the things like every time I get to witness love manifested through nature and get to witness nature and all of its glory and messiness and chaos and destruction. Um, I'm just really happy to be here and t- to be able to experience it. Um, every time I write a poem and I read it back and I'm like, Oh damn, that shit, that shit. Class. Um, <laughs> I am happy to be alive. Um, every time I talk to my sister, I'm happy to be alive. Every time I see Fatty's little head pop up in the corner of the FaceTime, he just like kind of stares at me awkwardly and I have to say hi first. Um, I'm happy to be alive. <laughs> um, every single time I'm in my room and I do like an ugly dance, like the ugliest, nastiest, like what the fuck is that dance? And I'm like, whoo, thank God no one's in this room with me. Um, I'm happy to be alive. Like Every time I embarrass myself, I'm happy to be alive. Like every time I'm met with my humanness, like my human fragility, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. so fucking happy to be alive because it's like, wow, like I, this shit, like the, the, it must be a survival method or a survival tactic that we can forget so quickly how fragile our life is. Like, so mm. fucking quickly. Like, one moment we could be at a funeral, the very next we're speeding down the highway. Like, we forget so quickly how fragile we are. And every time I'm met with that fragility, I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I'm really here. Like, I really made it to today. Like, I'm really about to make it into a new year. There's so many yeah. people that will not cross this threshold with us. Mm-hmm. And I just can't. I, it has to be a human, like, survival tactic that we can forget it so quickly. Um so yeah, every time I'm I'm met with my fragility, I'm like, damn, I'm really happy to be here. Like, truly, genuinely, um, yeah. I, I, all all those moments, all those moments, make me just remember why I'm here, or at least remember why I, I stay here. I might not know why I'm here, like ultimately, but I know why I keep myself here. <laughs> like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. even though you know I make my jokes, I have my dark humor, whatever. You know, the truth of thoughts, man. Maybe it's prudent. Um, but even despite it all, despite it all, I'm happy to be here. Um, and I'm happy to be going into this new year. Um, I want to set an intention for 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking we can set an intention across all the uh, main genres of life, like career, love, family, friendship, community, you know, like the main genres, mm-hmm. our podcast. Um, would you like to start it off or would you like me to start it off? <sighs> you start it off. Okay. <clears throat> so the first uh, one I'll start with is family. Um, I think my intention for this year is to continue to deepen and cultivate um, relationships and connections with my chosen family and with the family members who are blood related that I actually <laughs> genuinely fuck with. Um also to be the best most bougie most rich and wealthy and uh uh, uh, i don't even know any other adjectives i want to put aunt ever to be the best aunt there have there has ever been i want to be the best aunt to ever touch this earth i want to be the type of aunt that spoils and says oh your mom said that i don't give a fuck (laughs) Like, now, where's your mother? Where's your mother? Nowhere to be found. Exactly. So we're going to have 12 more pieces of chocolate immediately. Yep. Bring it here. Like, immediately. Um, I want to be a, an aunt that spoils the fuck out of them. Spoils them rotten. I'm talking spoil. Loves them up. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's my, that's my intention for family. Um, mm-hmm. 
my intention for friendships I think with friendships I just want to damn I really I really want to get out of my comfort like every time my instinct is to go self-isolate I want to really really push myself and be like no like let's just let's just experience this yes we can end up at the end of the night being like I could have just stayed home like we could say that and we'll say that many times and that's perfectly okay until we find the community that feels right for us until we find our soul tribe but I cannot find that if I'm always in my room like I cannot Mm -hmm. find that if I'm always avoiding humans if I'm avoiding a bad night or if I'm avoiding regretting going out like I can't do that if I'm always trying to run from run from humans run for people so I really 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 want to meet my soul tribe but my actions don't align with it at Mm. all (laughs) so I would my intention is to have my actions align with my my want to meet my soul tribe and to allow myself to make mistakes and to you know maybe make the wrong friends or lose some friends or whatever whatever the path looks like but allow myself to be on that path um for career, um, I want to continue, continue to have fun on TikTok. I really enjoy it. And I really can see it being uh, becoming a career in the in the long term. Um, but it's I see that only when I'm having fun on it. Whenever I'm trying to think of it as a career, I no longer want to do it. And I think that's really important. So to continue to have fun on it, to continue to write my poems, and to continue to spend time daily on my books. Um <clears throat> Uh, for our podcast I would really love to have like hella guests on next year like pick a person be like okay what's been on your mind this week what's been a topic on your heart recently and just explore that with them like no real structure keep it light keep it fun but just have so many other people so it's not just us all the time and so that way we're not always wearing the burden of like having to figure out topics having to know what to talk about um and it just I feel like it we could use some newness we could use a a switch Mm -hmm. Um, so that's my intention for the podcast and for career. Um, I think what else for career, another thing for career is, uh, just being open to whatever career path I end up on next, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, Amer- America is coming to an end soon. Like it may not feel that soon when you think about it, like, oh, July, but you know, months be fucking flying by. We mm-hmm. be away. Um, <clears throat> but to just be open to where I wherever I end up next and whatever my next step is um, career-wise. Um, my intention for love. <laughs> my intention for love. Um, I... I think my intention for love is to continue deepening my self-love and learning myself and meeting myself and dating myself um, and falling in love with myself and just to trust that, you know, I got me always and to continue to choose me and to continue to be prepared to abandon every single thing that requires me to abandon myself for it, you know? Um, I want to just keep meeting me and just trust that with that, like with the deepening of my relationship and my love to myself um, and my relationship to myself that my soulmate will will meet me because I'm asking for this really wonderful person who I've yet to meet, who I know is out there. I'm asking for a love that I have yet to experience, but I know is out there. Um, But that's the problem. Like I haven't met it and Mm -hmm. I haven't experienced that love because I haven't done it with myself first. So Mm -hmm. I'm asking for something that I haven't even given to myself yet. Um, so I want to give that to me and then whoever's meant for me will meet me there, um, Mm -hmm. or meet me wherever they're meant to meet me. But that I want to be able to give that to me first. I want to be able to give to me what I'm asking for of someone else. Um, excuse me, (coughs) allergies. Um, (laughs) so yeah, um, yeah, I think my main intentions for this year though like my overarching theme because I always have some for every year um for this year I think I'm going to keep it simple with the mantra of to live to love to matter that's it and whatever mm-hmm. that looks like this year however that manifests um, I'm down for it okay I think I'll start off with my overarching theme because that was the first thing that came to my mind when you like ask me 
Yeah. Um, and it's something I've been thinking about is overall just being intentful, having mm-hmm. intention in everything I do. Um, because I think as me being the way I am, I get very busy minded and I get very like, okay, I just gotta get done. I gotta get done. But I want to be very <laughs> intentional, intentful. That way it's that mental reminder of like stopping myself before doing something before overindulging, just, you know, I already have like, there's a sense of awareness being developed. So continue to build that mental muscle and mm. question everything before just doing it unconsciously and unintentful. Um, but mm. a family intention I want to have is to continue to love them. Um, my immediate household family to continue to love them and see them um, as they are, as they're unfolding, as they're living their life journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, I've realized this, I think recently, but overall more is that I don't tend to reach out. And I've noticed that like my dad will reach out to me more or Vanessa mm-hmm. will healing. And then I'm not reciprocating that, I guess, same attention or that same <laughs> desire of wanting to conversate. And I, I tell myself mentally, like, you know, um, I want to build a relationship with my dad specifically. And I want us, I want him to know that I, you know, don't hate him or anything. So mm-hmm. being intentful with that and setting the intention of checking in on my family members and establishing that and not just hearing things through the grapevine of family drama, um, but maybe reaching out and asking and establishing those relationships with others that I think about or hear about more often. Mm-hmm. And then Friendship intention, I think, to be realistic with myself, I am wearing a big Band-Aid, a big heart, a big guard over my heart when it comes to even thinking of creating friendships or even allowing people in. Mm. That I am being honest with myself, I don't think I'm in a place to even build friendships. And I don't want it that to be my excuse or that to be my reason as to not creating friends because it does get fucking lonely. Um, oh, immediately. And being in Colorado, you you feel that loneliness with the quickness. So, mm-hmm. granted, I do have friends, and I want to continue to have my friends here in Boston or even down in New Jersey. Let them know that I'm here and we're here for each other, and still establishing that. And again, it it comes. I've noticed I don't reach out to nobody. Like I will disappear and I'll keep myself in my motherfucking bubble and I'm fine with that until I'm ready to go and talk to a motherfucker so mm. I think working on that better because I know everybody's dynamics and needs are different so I don't want none of my friends to think like she's back in Colorado she's ditching us you know like I don't want no mm. negative animosity anything but I also want to make sure that I heal myself so that I could you know connect with a soul tribe so that I could build friendships that are long lasting and even these friendships now that I can continue to nourish and pour into them Mm-hmm. And with love, I want to continue to stay in this like space that I'm seeing myself in this new light. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I feel like I've come to a place where I'm comfortable with my softness and I don't <laughs> see it as a weakness or, oh, my God, like, you know, me opening up and showing my love and letting someone see my true, truest parts of myself like he's going to run or they're going to run or whatever. But um being mindful of that and keeping that in mind I want to continue to love myself even though I'm here in a partnership with another person but when I do get the chances since it's a long distance relationship to continue to pour into myself and continue to grow and love myself mm-hmm. and the many different avenues that I think of and continue to want to explore um career intention I want to continue to tell myself and remind myself that What I see for myself is not typical. There hasn't Mm -hmm. been something created for it, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Then knowing that I'm on a path that does feel true to me, and it makes me feel so wholesome every time I go to learn. And, like, I love it. I geek out on it. And knowing that now things are kind of falling into place, and that makes me truly fucking happy. But um, my actions have to align with it. So if Mm -hmm. I want to be able to help others, I need to be able to help myself every single day and show up for myself every single day. Um, so it's that consistency and discipline so that I can actually like move forth with what I want to be able to do for others Mm -hmm. is my career intention. I also want to not fall back into my old hustle and bustle habits. Um, Mm -hmm. like you said, the program is coming to an end and I've already been thinking about what I'm going to do, um, what life will look like after July. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to fall back into those old patterns. So I try and remind myself, how can I show up as my highest self to make money or to get where I want to be? And then for this podcast intention, I would so love to have guests because I remember when we started off this year with like a whole male panel. Yeah, we had 
all these ideas to even do a mom panel so yeah. many different ideas and we fucking loved it like me and you i think were filled with so much joy just seeing that because i think we were talking about the male panel and the woman panel like for days upon days after it mm-hmm. um so i would really love that i would really love to get other voices on and even just have a quick chime in or yeah. just hearing what they have to say about the topic like i think that would be really fucking dope i would like i would love for us to continue to be consistent and have the discipline like we did this year mm-hmm. we showed up even when there was days we didn't want to we still got in this motherfucking thing on this motherfucking mic and we talked it up we recorded we figured it out like we really made it work and I just want us to have that same intention and that same desire and that love for what we're building here what we're establishing here and just to keep it meaningful and wholesome to us as our truest authentic as we continue to grow on our individual journeys but coming to this podcast as a place to share our stories um so what I hope for yeah Oh my god, that almost made me cry, bro. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, you were saying like um like maintaining the person that you are now and like continuing to like feel safe in your softness. And mm-hmm. as, it's funny because right before you said that I was thinking like, wow, she sounds different. Um <sighs> And it's crazy. Oh, my God. I am going to cry. Fuck. It's crazy because, like, this year alone. Damn it. I don't have a problem with crying, but I can't talk when I'm crying. So figure it out, Emani. It's crazy because this year alone, like, we have uh, shared so many journeys together. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's nothing is an accident. I don't believe in coincidences. So, like, for us to have came back together and then create this podcast like and then move to a fucking country or, or country oh hey, foreshadowing uh, <laughs> move to a different state together and then beyond like it's crazy because like we're on not the same journey but like a parallel journey like mm-hmm. we're parallel to each other and we have been since reconnecting and it's beautiful because I've got to witness you in so many different ways and this right now is by far my favorite uh, because okay. you sound soft and you sound like you've been moved deeply by the darkness and that's that's the beauty of being able to get to the other side because the way it changes you is just beautiful um and to be able to know if anyone knows Deja for her to say that she's feeling safer in her softness is fucking huge it's big it's not small like and that's so beautiful because you're so deserving of softness you're so deserving of rest of play of love you're so deserving to have someone love your vulnerability as much as they love your your toughness your hardness like oh you're so deserving of like not hustling and bustling all the time you're deserving of rest um and so yeah I you sound different and it's really nice to hear it's really really nice thank you thank you I'm holding my tears back (laughs) that was really nice (laughs) oh but thank you I appreciate that because I've noticed it and I I think sometimes I try and give credit to everybody else, excluding you specifically. I'm always like, yeah, it's my cousin. Like, you know, I'm just hanging out with my cousin. But like, yeah, I have to give myself the credit for sitting here and dealing, not dealing, but going through my journey and chugging through it. But I do like the new me too. (laughs) And shout out to Blot, bro. Shout out to Blot. I guess we'll give Blatt some credit. Yes, we should be giving Blatt some credit. Uh, he's a part of the journey too. I love it. I love you. I love you, I love you I love too. You. Thank you. Thank you for this year. Thank you for meeting me where I am. Um, y'all don't know, but there was a period in this year that I was not a good cousin. So to hear her say like she gives credit to me for how she is is baffling to me um but she's still like and that's the thing like I want more people to witness Deja's softness but because to meet me where I was to forgive me to keep her heart open to me is so much stronger than the the hard Deja y'all see like I promise you like her strength is deeper than the hard Deja you see and so please if you do come across Deja allow space for her softness because it is moving it is inspiring so yeah, yeah, bro. You weren't, you weren't bad, cousin. Just like you said with grandma, we love you for all your different sides. Hello, and I see you for all your different sides. <laughs> so I got you always. Thank you. No matter what. Thank you. Um. Yeah. 
Is there anything else you would like to reflect on from your year? I don't think so. I feel like that's a nice way of ending it this year, closing it up. And I don't know, but I, I feel really excited. And I feel like it's a collective energy where we're just all super, super happy for like this new year. Cause I guess this, this year felt like really hard for a lot of people. And yeah. I think we're all super excited for the next year to see what it brings. But I did, a, I got my little numerology report I ordered from this guy. He's like hey. a local small like business him and his wife they just had a baby and they do these numerology reports and it's filled oh. with so much energy and they like they do it based off your birthday but overall just the general um mm-hmm. so it just sounds like it's a really good year and it just sounds like based off the reflections I just shared and like everything I like noted down it sounds like it's like it's a step forward after everything you just kind of had to reflect on learn about now it's a step forward of like what did you learn you know and I think you share that too with the year seven so it just feels like a stepping into what we learned from this year. Yeah. Well, I hope this inspires everyone to reflect on this year, to realize how much life you were fortunate to live and how much love you were for- fortunate to experience. Um, like Deja said, like this year was really hard for a lot of people. And if it was and you made it to this point, I love you. Um, thank you for making it to this point. And please continue to meet every single day with some grace. Meet yourself with some grace. Um, because I hope that this time next year we get to enter the threshold with you too. Um, Mm -hmm. And hopefully in this next year we grow our podcast family. Uh, We don't do real good at promoting ourselves, (laughs) uh, but I would like us to get better in this new year. So in that spirit, please share this and our podcast to people that you care about, that you love, that you think would gain value from us, from our perspective, from our personalities. Um, And um, yeah, expect us to be a lot more active on social media, especially uh, TikTok. I've set the intention in my mind for that to like post a whole bunch of clips from this past year and just like just get them out there Mm -hmm. um so yeah thank you for making it to this point with us we love you have a great new year's eve have a great new year and i hope that 2023 brings you so many blessings yes be on the new year much love bye